Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Has that ever worked? Besides one time, Joe Burrow, they drafted J- Jamar Chase, you know, mm-hmm. in the first round. And T. Higgins as well. Don't forget T. Higgins. Like, they spent first-round draft picks on those dudes. And it's been a, a shrewd decision. They were in the Super Bowl two years ago. They were in the AFC Championship game last year. Well, and then the Bears give up, a you know, the number one pick in the draft to go get a guy so they could, they can, and D.J. Moore, yeah. who you can help use him to find out about your right. quarterback. That's right. He'll either help him develop him, Justin Field, or – it could end up being the death of him because right. you went and got the light. But at least you find out. Yes. You answer the question. To yes. your point, you're sitting up here. You don't know what Mac Jones is. How can you I? You think he might be good somewhere else? But right. no, to your point, that's a, you, you, you have not done a good enough job finding right. the answer. That's exactly right. And and I just feel like you, if you're going to spend a premium, what, what, what do you, will he go third or fourth or whatever he went overall? I mean, that's, a, that's as premium as it gets. You owe it to your franchise if you're going to spend that pick on him. I mean, I get it if you want to roll out, you know what I'm saying, Brian Hoyer or Cam Newton or just a stopgap guy, you know, like you're just you're just going to move on from and just be bad and hope to, you know, get a get a premium pick in, you know, in the future. But you invested in the dude, and you're tying one hand behind his back, and then you're going to cut him and or, or trade him for nothing and act like it was his fault. And it may be, but you don't know that. I mean, you, the offensive coordinator situation year after year. I mean, I don't know. I just I feel like the the, the post Brady years of Bill have been horrible. They have been like in a way almost making me think of him differently. His defense is always good. His defense always plays well. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have been so allergic to change. You have been so allergic to doing the things that your franchise needs you to do. That that stubbornness for me is a hit on his quote unquote legacy. Because I think the best ones understand their weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? And they and they and they understand when it's time to change their views on things. Nick Saban is a great example of that. He didn't want to he didn't want to hire Lane Kiffin, bro. He didn't want to go he didn't want to go through all that and 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 invite that third. but he knew that he his offense had to change and evolve to keep up in the new day and age. And he did it. And they won championships because of it. Like think about how many damn NFL QBs walked through that room. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like for me like the, how I feel about Bill Belichick today is a whole hell of a lot different than I felt about him five years ago mm-hmm. when Tom Brady was suiting up. And that's what Tom wants you to feel like. Well, he's he's succeeded. he won. He's and he absolutely has. Uh, all right, we'll come back with the rundown. Memphis, Missouri, this weekend in a battle of unbeaten's in St. Louis. Uh, that is not far from Jefferson City. You don't usually see sixty-one yarders in college football. No, you do not. And everybody and he was, had missed one earlier yes. too. Everybody was running their mouth. Everybody was saying, "Oh, how stupid! How bad!" Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Missouri is for this. And then he just says, "Shut up, Eli Drinkwitz. Drink this piss." <laughs> anyway, we'll get into all that today on the show. Stick around, Jason and John. I'm trying to fam ESP.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live Love Memphis Group is here for you. They want to be your best friend, and they will be. Because when it comes to listing your home and selling your home and getting a new one, it requires trust, and it requires the fact that you know that the person that you've hired to find you the best deal can do that or make you the most money for your home. Every time we go out, we hear about, oh, man, Live Love Memphis, and they got me four or five, six offers, cash offers. That's what they do. People trust and know the Live Love Memphis name. Be the next if you like money. Reach out. Salt at LiveLoveMemphis.com. 625-5200 is the other way you can reach out besides that email. 625-5200. It's a call I made five years ago. Call changed my life. Uh, got me out of a home. Sold it for a price I thought we'd never be able to get. Never had to decrease that price or anything. That's how Jennifer Carstensen does it. She hits it right the first time. She hits it out of the park. You'll never have to decrease that price. What she says she's going to get for it is what she's going to get for it. Then, should you need her, uh, as we did, she'll help you find your dream home as well. I wish I had her on the front end when I bought my first home. Because here's the deal. She's in it to win it, too, with first-time home buyers. She can help you out. Knows the loan program specifically designed to help you as a first-time home buyer. How you qualify for a mortgage. How much mortgage you can afford. I didn't know anything about all that stuff before I bought a home. And then I tried to do it on my own, buying a home from my boss. Should have called Jennifer Carsonson. Never would have bought that home. 901-625-5200. She'll give you the right advice, too, because it's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Well, you mentioned it, uh, Memphis football taking on Missouri this weekend, and it has uh, turned into a battle of undefeated teams, right. undefeated Unbeaten. Tigers at that. I don't know if you watched the Missouri game or not. Not just the end. Uh, they are really good. They're, they're a no, lot, they're, no, they're, they're oh, yeah, they're a lot better than no, they're not. people uh, no. gave them credit for. No. They can move the ball. Dude, they were 
they were terrible on third down in this game. Yeah, but they're playing a ranked team, though. And? At the time. I mean, you can't say a team that beats a top 25 team that's that's also unbeaten is not a good team. I'm that's not going to sit team. up here and say they're good just because they beat a kid. Maybe that Kansas State team was overrated. Well, they I mean, just we, barely beat middle the well, week we before. I, now we're going to shift it to their very well, good. Well, what I'm saying is we, can't, we didn't say that about uh, TCU and Colorado beat them. You know, we said, oh, man, that's a really good win, that your team's actually probably going to be a lot better than people thought. Colorado had one win the season before. TCU was in the national championship game the year before. Yeah, but TCU lost everybody. We know that. They they were placing a running back, a receiver, a quarterback. They weren't they – weren't, You're uh, you going to sit up here and call this Missouri team really good? I, that's what I want to know. Yes. I, based, Too much. Yes. What I, if they're really good, Memphis would have no chance. Based on what I saw over the weekend, I think I think Missouri is a very okay. good football you're, team. You're entitled to that. I'm not going to argue with you. I think uh, – now, look, in terms of what that means for them in the SEC, I don't know. Not like, a dang thing. Yeah, like it's not like they're – I'm not going to sit there and say they're going to beat Georgia or anything like that. But um, I, I'm, what I'll ask you to do is I'll ask you to just put out their first two results. Put it out of your mind. Don't worry about the fact they just got by Middle Tennessee. Don't worry about the fact they didn't cover the number against South Dakota, bro. That don't matter right now. What matters is what they just put on tape, which is this game against Kansas State, defending Big 12 champions, and they brought back everybody. They brought back everybody except Deuce Vaughn, I, I should say. They brought back Will Howard, who had 270-3. and three. They brought back their uh, their 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 stud receiver there, Phillip Brooks. Like They brought folks yeah, back. Yeah, Kansas State is a, a, a letdown job. Y'all shouldn't have lost. Uh, Missouri. Missouri averaged 2.6 a rush in this game. Uh, Missouri uh, got 356 passing yards from Brady Cook, two touchdowns, 23 of 35. Um, and he was it. Memphis is going to hear a lot from Luther Burden uh, on Saturday. That's a name that you will hear early and often for Missouri. And I think that's going to determine, you know, can Missouri win this game? Um, you know, or excuse me, can Memphis win this game? Because it's it's a passing attack, and that's what Memphis has not like. Memphis just hasn't seen a team like this yet. It is it is an enormous step up in competition, and it's on the it, road. Okay. It is enormous because of what you played. That's what I'm saying. They haven't they haven't played anybody remotely close to Missouri's level of talent. So it to me is very difficult to project what they will or won't do. You know, um, they didn't look good against Navy. They couldn't run the ball against Arkansas State. Um, so I just think in terms of, you know, everybody just sort of is, is feeling really good because, uh, you know, Memphis is undefeated in this game. But I, I think it's a really, really tall task is where I come down. Um, and, and I'm just going to be honest. I'm, I, always, I always am transparent with you guys on how, wh- what I feel. I never lie, never pander. I think this is a Missouri play for me at seven or better. If I get six and a half for sure, seven I think is probably close. I thought this would be a number that opened at 17. So I, I mean, I, I did. Yes, seventeen. Yes, bro. Memphis has not played anybody. Memphis has not proven anything. This is an SEC team, and it's honestly, it's on the road. I mean, I, it, it's, I know it's a quote unquote neutral, but it's going to be nothing but Missouri. And guess what? Missouri fans are going to come now. The the SEC because they're undefeated. The SEC patch on Missouri's uniform is the only thing that's SEC about that program. I mean, you're not you're not wrong there, but they still get SEC caliber. Athletes. Now you said this is a tall task. Tall. Tall, tall task for Memphis. Okay, what Dion had was a tall task turning around that Colorado program. That's true. That is very true. You staying in in this game, John, against a team that struggled against Middle Tennessee, a team that just went three for thirteen. That's what the people against Kansas State on third down. Yep. It wasn't nothing but the passing offense. That's right. Can we get some pressure because they got no run I, game? I don't know the answer. 
I don't know the answer. Sounds like you like Memphis in the points. I just I I, I, I cannot believe I cannot that you go said down the road with you. your initial was Missouri minus seventeen. This that is was, a, that was my this that is was my power rating. Yeah, yeah. You sound like this is a dominant SEC East team. I really thought the number this would Missouri be in the double digits. So I'm getting a lot of value here with with seven. Yes, absolutely. So now you, I, I don't need to remind you where I I, I was on this on Ryan Silverfield going in this season. You know, uh, in terms of my 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 confidence level in him, and everything else. You know, right where I was at. Yep. Um. All that said, and even knowing where I was at, I believe Memphis got a chance. Like, what does it look like? Is my question for Memphis to to, to you know win what it looks like? Game, what what happens? That's Blake what I would ask. Watson running all over the damn field. Yeah, that's how you do it. Because as I said last week, this coaching staff should be looking to change up the plan. Take it out of Seth Hennigan's hands. Mm-hmm. Stop the thirty-five to forty passing plays per game. And put it more in Blake Watson's hands. Yeah, because you've got an absolute stud there. Uh, there's no question about it. And again, that that why not? Right. Ball control is going to be the key here. Trying to keep Missouri's passing offense off the field is a great plan. And then once you do, listen. I I know in that first half against Navy, we couldn't believe what what we were watching in terms of the missed tackles and how bad in that first half that Memphis defense that it looked so good right. against lower level competition, but it still looked so good hadn't given up a touchdown. We we were we couldn't believe what we were seeing in the first half. They adjusted mm-hmm. and then they forced turnovers, right? And 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 got back down to the things that had gotten them to the point they were. That's a that's a solid Memphis defense. It might be a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a solid one right now. It might be one that ends up being good to great. Give it I'll take my chances plus that seven. It's seven and a half. It's um, oh I love it. Keep, I hope it keeps going up. Well, it probably will. Just Give me to, some more. Give me some more. It's, it's probably going to go up to 17 based on my power ratings. That sounds like me and my line on the, on the freaking Dominican. It's, no, that, that was the worst line that's ever been set in the history of sports. We had to shut down. This it, uh, Sounds like this one came out of that same book. Uh, no, you were off by 17. about 35 points. All right. You had the wrong. You had the. You first were, off, this, this game ain't in Missouri. It ain't in. It ain't in Columbia. It's in Missouri. It ain't in Columbia. It's yeah, in St. People, Louis. Yeah, but yeah, they'll travel over. It's an hour and a half. They're, they're Those undefeated. That care. They're undefeated. Oh, they're gonna you go. Think that thing will be full. Please. I, I don't know if it'll be full, but no, I guarantee you it'll be more. About, it'll be more Missouri than it will be Memphis. How many Memphis fans are gonna be make more this trip? folks watching the end of the Cardinals season, and they ain't even in the damn race. They'll care more about that up there. How many Memphis? Fans Nobody care about Mizzou football. Two hundred people from Memphis will go. Two hundred? Yes. Hell no. We're gonna make them. Two hundred is what we did on the freaking all in together. That's, we, and that's, that's, that's nothing. at home. That's nothing. That's at we're, home. We're now three and zero. Oh. That don't matter. Man, Memphis fans are not making this trip. I don't believe it. There will be plenty more than two hundred Memphis fans up there. This is an easy trip. It's it's, for, it's St. Louis is a great drive. Four nobody hours. Nobody wants to I've go already to St. Louis. Thought, I've already thought about going. This game now, should be in I, Memphis. This dome still exists. The dome at the America Center where the Rams used to play still exists. I didn't even know the thing what, was still what, there. What, what's sad? What, what do they what even really have there besides this? Besides this, what still happens there? Well, what's sad about this game is that it Who should, plays be, there it should be in Memphis, and it it absolutely would be I don't know forty k forty five k for for Missouri. I mean, it would be a really good crowd and Memphis is not going to get that crowd because Missouri didn't want the smoke. That's the sad part of it. Well, we made a little money off that, didn't we? I mean, what two fifty? But we need it. I mean, what that was that, that? What's that going to cover? A, a, a toilet in the new exactly. uh, in the new stadium? Exactly. Uh, one toilet. Because you know the Grizzlies ain't, ain't they about to take all of it. You just pissed them off. That's right. That's exactly. According to you, it's 
Oh, buddy. Yeah, you. Yeah, you, they may not you, give you, us a dime now, John. They may take all three fifty. They were going to give you two fifty for a toilet, but now, now well, they now, won't. Now they said they want a whole new stadium. Yeah, a whole new arena. That, that's exactly right. No, man, dude, the, people are getting. People can definitely get up for a three and Missouri team. People from Memphis. I know, but uh, who, there will be plenty of people that make that drive on Saturday morning. What? It's a six thirty uh, kickoff too. It's not even a morning. That, that's perfect. You don't even have to spend the night Friday night. It's great. You can make the drive up Saturday. Right. It's a great opportunity for Memphis. And a great opportunity for, again, a Memphis defense that this ain't some juggernaut Missouri offense that John's trying to sell you here. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. It's, it's, a, it's good. They got a quarterback. It's good. They got a couple of weapons. But what do we got? Toski Dove. We've already got, we've already got all the terminology. We know what drink's going to do because we got Dove. Yes. Well, this is definitely your hardest test in terms of uh, talent, quarterback, all of that, and it's and it's uh, you know it's a it's a it's a that's another road game. It's really your first road game. We're not counting uh, Arkansas State because that's a that that program is a, is a is I mean, Titanic there, there, there size disaster. There are Red Wolf fans there. Yeah, but it's that's a mess. That's a complete mess. Um, so no, look, I, 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 it would be great if I'm wrong here. I would love to be wrong. I'd love to be wrong about Memphis going Johnson's in there. And, take, take Missouri minus 17 if it gets up there. I mean, well, I can't believe it. I mean, I, I, who I had, are you today? I had a you beat on Navy. In, you did come in here Friday though, and you were very down about that Tigers win. Yes, you did not like what you saw. In fact, you said you think this means they don't have a chance to compete for an AAC title. You tried to go there. Yes, and I remember having to pick you up, saying, "No, come." I Dude, was there's not nobody encouraged. else in the AAC that doesn't have a loss. I was not Everybody's encouraged. got one. I was just not so encouraged. So now I see when you combine that, your take from Thursday's performance. And I had this number at 17. crazy view that you have of Missouri's performance from over the weekend, that it's overly impressive. Uh, I well, see I, why look, you're here at this look, 17. I, I think it's foolishness. A, I, don't, I think they were five-point underdogs there at one point. I mean, they pulled off a, a, a win as a straight-up underdog. So I think that against a ranked team. So I think that is a very impressive performance. The only thing I would say that is going in Memphis's favor is that they are coming off of that loss directly against you. And so that could, in some ways, maybe psychologically, you know, have them not as focused because they're they're having that emotional letdown against you, you know, in a neutral side or whatever, and you're not ranked and all these things. But they're, you're three and zero, and they know that, and so I think that's also something that's sort of going against you here. Um, they're not going to just let you come in the uh, come in there and you know I, take I, them take them I, for I, surprise. I, I was playing it the other way that their head's going to be real big coming off that win. Yeah, it could it could go that way, but I just think Memphis being three and zero will will help get it right. You know what I'm saying? Like just the the yeah. focus factor there. But look, it should be a great game, six thirty on Saturday, and uh, it's better probably than we thought it would be in terms of both teams, right? You know, we thought Missouri probably be more mediocre than they are, and then and not be three and zero, probably be two and one, and so it's a bit better than we expected. Uh, Norville had an opportunity, Jay Norville, that is. Yeah, Ryan Silverfield got an opportunity right here. Yes, he does. Don't you could really get the people excited point. going into Go the Boise it. State game. Go for it. You could really get people excited and get a real crowd in there for Boise State. You mess around, go four and zero, and beat this Missouri team. Might a gift, really, that they got that win over Kansas State. That Missouri's sitting there at three and zero, and you'll get a little bit more of a headline than you would have beating a bad SEC team as opposed to beating one that's at least three and zero to this point. May still be a bad SEC team, but you ain't catching them right. You're catching them right now at a good time. There's an opportunity for him, man. Yeah, on neutral site. I know it's not here. We can lament that if we want to, but that's that's old news. You know what these SEC teams going to do to you? Yep. Uh, not play it or buy you out, whatever they're going to do. You know, you you got the chance here in a neutral site. You have a defense, I I think, mm-hmm. and again a third year quarterback. Um, and the only one saying you can't do is John Martin. So I just use him as the as the the piece in my speech. 
use his face, him saying what he can't do, mm-hmm. what y'all can't do up here in, in the loo, and go roll them boys. Look, I, or at least keep it within seven. It's not a great. Uh, it's not a great place, and it's not a great position, you know, for me to be in. Right? It's 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 if if Missouri does do what, what I think they're going to do. You constantly bet against Memphis or America. What are you talking about? It's a position you're in all the time. Yeah, and I've been you were there with Navy. You yeah, know, until they show you different. Yeah, I mean, I've. Yeah, I we're said, gonna show you something. I said this U.S. team was mediocre, and I saw an opportunity with Germany called that one. I saw an opportunity with Navy plus fourteen. Really should have been an outright win, if we're being honest. That one was yeah. that one was a win. Bet against your own Raiders on the season. Uh, yeah, season happily. Like you know, it, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I can still have love for the team and understand that they are overvalued. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think Memphis. I think Memphis was really overvalued against Navy at at minus fourteen, and uh, and I think they're still. You know, I think Missouri is a little undervalued here at, at seven. Um, and I, I look, maybe Memphis can prove me wrong, but I didn't really see anything from their most recent performance. Or, or really, I mean, again, when you take Arkansas State into the, into the uh, consideration, you didn't run the ball at all against them. So can they do it against an SEC defensive line? I mean, it's possible. They're going to have to, like you said. Um, you know, if you if you told me right now that they are going to be able to find some, some success on the ground with Blake Watson and they're going to feed him, oh, yeah. then, yeah, I could certainly see a cover. But I don't know that they're going to be able to do that. Um, and if you get behind, that's, an, that's another disaster. If you get down, you know, 14-3 or something like that, you know, it changes your game plan entirely. And I don't think Memphis has the downfield playmakers to, uh, you know, or play calling. Four yards of carry for Kansas State. Yeah. 138 rush yards to Missouri, 74. You can run on these boys. Yeah, they're going to have to. Uh, if they do that, then they got a chance, but only if they do that. Blake Watson. Coming out and punching first, I think, is really vital in this game. Don't feel like you need to be evenly distributed between Watson and Ducker and Sutton Smith. Like, go with the hot man. Let this dude get into a rhythm. Yeah. He's coming off two back-to-back 1,000-yard season, Old Dominion. Looks like a like a pro. Exactly. Looks like a guy to give a, get, a, get a shot in the NFL. Yeah. So ride it. Yes. Again, um, to seize this. Don't be Jay Norville. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Memphis, Missouri, 630 on Saturday. Next story. So, before this college football season started, we had on Tony Barnhart, Miss College Football. And one of the questions we asked him was mine. I said, Tony, is Tennessee going to win down at the Swamp this year? And Tony probably thought when I asked him, of course they are. I remember asking him, I said, well, they better because they haven't done it in 20 years. And if they're going to do anything this season right, Tony, this Tennessee team with these kind of expectations, you better be able to go down the swamp win for the first time since 2003. And he agreed. And here we are coming in here on this Monday talking about a 29-16 loss in Gainesville. Uh, Tennessee team that, again, had those high expectations is hoping maybe this is the year they can knock off Georgia, win the East before this thing, you know, before we throw out divisions and everything else. I couldn't believe what, what I was seeing, but then again, I guess I could because it's history. Right. Uh, Clawson, I guess, was the last one down there. I was hearing uh, Jeffrey Tubby. You got to know your hit. You got to know your Tennessee quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, to know this history and who last one that won down the swamp again, 2003, the last time they went down there, and they got basically just punched in the mouth uh, in this game, and so much so that Josh Heupel afterwards tempers obviously flared in this one rivalry game. They're bound to do that, but then there at the end. Heupel apologized uh, in this one to the Florida coach, had to apologize because uh, he called that timeout uh, at the end in an attempt to get one last scoring opportunity. I'm reading now. That's when Omari Thomas hit uh, Florida quarterback uh, Graham Mertz as the latter tried to run the clock out on fourth down to end the game. Both teams went to the locker room following the scrum but came back out 
with four seconds on the clock, and then Joe Milton uh, kneeled when they returned in the game. Hyper explained after the game, Tennessee was simply trying to get the ball back, then defended Thomas by saying the team had to tackle Mertz, who was dancing behind the line. But postgame video sh- showed that Hypel uh, was apologizing after the game to Billy Napier. So he had, you know, he tried to save some face here. Yep. Uh, and pretty much got, got got called out. You could tell, you, you couldn't clearly s- hear what he was saying. Uh, exactly as he shakes Napier's hands, but uh, he opens with sorry about that, and Napier brushed it off, said it's all good or whatever else. But more importantly, uh, for Tennessee's season, uh, they now dropped to number 20 in the coaches' poll. And where are they now in the AP? I don't have it in front I mean, of me. I'm assuming it's going to be close to that. Uh, I want to tell you it's like 22 or 23. I can I can yeah. uh, check it out here in a second. But, yes, I mean, you know, I, I suppose I could still make a case for you that you know, they'll get up off the mat. Uh, uh, UTSA, South Carolina, Texas A&M all at home here over the next three. Or 23rd. Yeah, 23rd. I thought it was 22 or 23. I thought it was lower. Thank you. And then they've got – then they go to Alabama uh, on the uh, – after that on the on the 21st. But let's be real. This season's over. Like any hope of, the, of, uh, of, of them, you know, at this point still making an SEC championship game. Some people had Tennessee in the college football playoff this mm-hmm. year. Uh, not happening. Maybe we should have known that initially. Because, I, I, again, I don't think Milton's the guy. Right. I agree uh, with that. Remember, he lost his job last year. Uh, came in this year. You get it back because Hennon Hooker's out of there. But, you you know, he, he had the job to start it with last year, and Hennon Hooker ended up being the better quarterback. I, I just wonder at what point this season, and it won't be, it won't be in the next couple of weeks because they'll hype will tell them, well, we got to win. Let's, let's put together a win streak. We can still do this with just one loss and go all the way to the SEC title game. But at some point, you got to get the – the young man out there, you got to get Nico out there. Yeah, I, I I don't know when I don't know how often that or how soon that will be. It'll be after they've lost a second at least game yeah. in the uh, in the SEC. I would imagine. Yeah, it was. Look, it, I I was not super high on Tennessee this year. I think for all the reasons that you've already mentioned. I mean, you're losing a, you know, a, a quarterback of Hendon's caliber, you know, and you're and you and you're going back to a guy that's already been your starter before and you know lost it and all of that. Like it's just. Very unlikely that that you're going to have that kind of a season again. I think for Tennessee, it's like have they have they gotten back to a place? And I think this is like the question, right? Have they gotten back to a true place of consistent success with Josh Heupel, or or we are we going to look back and say that this was a hidden hooker production, and it was you know it was a one year sort of because they were awesome. Like we're not just talking about you know I mean they 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 beat Bama, you know they 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 did get. Destroyed against I was gonna say Georgia, awesome but last year until but everybody really did. South Carolina. Every everybody got beat badly by Georgia last year. You know, are you gonna are we gonna end up looking back at this Tennessee thing under under Josh Heupel as you know he really can do it? You know, spanning multiple QBs or was this just a you know a lighting in a bottle type of year with him or at least you know half a year, three quarters of a year, whatever it was. I don't know the answer to that, man. To be honest with you, I don't I don't know where I quite am with Tennessee. Like I don't. I don't feel like it's going to be disastrous with him. I'll say that. I also don't know if I feel like they're going to be this great team that's pushing Georgia every year in the SEC East either. Um, I guess I'd say they're better than probably everybody else. I'd, I would take them over Florida year in and year out probably because I don't think Billy Napier is very good. But um, like it's not. I don't. I don't think Georgia's reign is in any kind of imminent danger year to year by them. I think that's that. That's where I'm at with them right now. You know, like they're they're good. They're they're not going to be great most years. Um, and is that good enough for Tennessee? I don't know, man. I don't. You know, it's not. 
it's not my uh, program really to, to to gauge or judge on. But, I mean, what do you think? Do you think Tennessee's okay with just being good? No, no, no. And I, and I think they're right there. Again, I, I'm not going to sit up here and, and tell you this 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 disappointing loss, the fact that you can't win this one. What's crazy is that history can apply and override, even go through coaching changes. That can still be applicable. Um, you know, that the, the fact that this this rivalry, for whatever reason, through different coaches or whatever else, you just can't you can't get the win down there. The fact that you – I mean, I, I would tell you you had the better team. You had Billy Napier, who folks down in even Florida, people are even doubting, sort of on if that, that seat wasn't hot, it was definitely getting warmer, hadn't done anything, including losing the opener to Utah. You've got them in a position you want to. You still can't go down there and win. Again, this rivalry sort of just stands up and – no matter what the year, no matter who the coach is, no matter what the talent level is, you're not going to win down there in the swamp. That sort of amazes me. But, again, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you Josh Heupel's not going to get it done at Tennessee based on uh, uh, what's clearly a disappointing loss. No, hopefully. Uh, listen, they're, they're probably going to beat Alabama again this year because mm-hmm. Alabama ain't got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They could put together a run here and get to that Georgia game with just the one loss. The problem is you were hoping to get to that Georgia game with no losses. That's the issue, and again, that's the fine line you walk when you're trying to get in the college football playoff. I think they're just outside it. They got to show though, John, that they're capable of winning the big ones, right? Yeah, getting getting to the big ones, not having any missteps, mm-hmm. and clearly this weekend was that misstep. Before you get to the next level, Georgia did that. They've done it the last two years. That's what you're not showing that you're ready for. The biggest time, the biggest lights when they're at the brightest. And again, you've uh, you've sort of you know dimmed those lights for the time being. By losing this one, so again, they could get they they'll get to Georgia. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you they get to that Georgia game with just one loss, and then they'll lose it, and they'll be out of uh, they'll be out of contention because no no teams made it with two losses, no SEC team. Next story. Uh, the other big story in college football over the weekend is that uh, Colorado remains unbeaten. Now Travis Hunter's going to miss the next at least three weeks, and that number is now up to like nineteen and a half, twenty against Oregon this weekend. So. Um, you know, take that for what it's worth. Um, look, I, it, it, it was like I, I, I just can't really compare it to anything to see that pregame scene there with all the people that were there. You know, you had – who was it? Oh, Dwayne Wade was tweeting about it, bro. Dwayne Wade was tweeting that he never – why he, like he was like – he said I, he was sitting in his car watching the game or something like that on his phone. And I just can't – I can't remember a time like this in, in college football where it's been, you know, this, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I don't know, star-studded. I mean, we know fans love college football, you know, but in terms of, like, just the star power mm-hmm. that is, uh, you know, around the – like, The Rock wasn't even going to, like, Miami games. <laughs> like, that, that dude played for Miami, you know, and he's, he's on game day wearing a damn Colorado jersey. Like, that is insane to me. Uh, and then, he, by the way, he returned – to wrestling for the first time in a long time. Did you see that? He happened to be in town. He went to uh, SmackDown on that Friday night. Yeah, him and uh, McAfee were doing the thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, him and McAfee uh, had like a little skit there, and mm-hmm. The Rock reunited with John Cena. Cena. You know the the backdrop there, don't you? Not much of it, but they, I, were, they, they were once were, rivals. They were beefing in real yeah, life. Yeah, and he said, welcome back. Because John was trying to be him. You know, he was trying to be the next Rock and make Didn't movies. even come close. He's in a lot of stuff, dog. He's in something. John Cena's in something. Yeah, he's in movies, but he didn't come close to doing what The Rock did. No, 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 no. But the only, the only reason, The Rock is just, look, I will say this. He, the, the dude is an all-time amazing opportunist. He knows, like, w- when to strike something. Uh, and speaking of strikes, 
there's a there's an actors and a writer strike in Hollywood right now, so he obviously has time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, well, I'll just go back to the WWE, and I'll like I'll I'll stay relevant like that because right. I I know I could always do that. No, the show got canceled. Yeah, uh, which one? The one that we were doing here. Young Rock. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. He can't has, do that. No, yeah. no more time to yeah. produce or think about any more episodes. That's of that. right. Yeah, he has nothing else to do. So he's like, all right, let me go made, back. Because what you're leaving now is he he, over, he oversaturates sometimes. He does. He play, he spreads himself a little too thick sometimes. Uh, he, there's no question about that. I agree. Um, and so he's like, all right, well, I have time. I'll go to the WWE. People will, yeah, yeah, what a pop, what a pop, what a great. I wish I was I wish I was in the crowd for that. But he like he's only doing it because he can do it. He has time, and he's like not contractually obligated to film movies. So he does that. He's like, all right, let me go to game day to the next day, mm-hmm. you know, and let me ca- capitalize on this Dion hype, you know, and get on TV and get my face out there and you know I don't think he means anything negatively by it but he's just a great opportunist man he's a he's a freaking all-time great opportunist um and so then the game starts and Colorado pretty expectedly looks like they've been partying themselves and it was a slow start and I would say for the majority of the game it looked like they were going to lose um until of course that 98 yard drive which Shadour said well he was in Tom Brady mode and uh, so he told him Brady mode. Brady mode, and uh, and they were like, "I can't." You're saying Tom Brady, Tom Brady. You were in Brady mode. Yeah, man, Brady. Yeah, he's just so cool. It's like, was it Mark Jones? Mark Jones. I think it was Mark that was asking him. Th- yeah. It wasn't. He wasn't asking him that. I don't. I don't maybe he was. Maybe he was. No, no, no. Mark wasn't doing the post game interview. Yeah, Mark yeah. was on the call. Right. Yeah. Night. Mark was on the call. Yeah. Because he said stunt like my daddy. Oh which was, yeah, he was a little. That, that, that was a good, a good one. one. It was. And good I heard a bunch of folks trying to one. trying to do it the next day. It was a good it one. It was so good. But he has when a, Shiloh was running for the touchdown. He said stunt like my daddy. That's a great call. He has a lot though that are not as good. You would agree with that? That was a great call. That one was a great call. Yeah, yeah. dude, you you use your time here plenty to bash Mark. We're not doing I that do, today. I do, I know, because, like, uh, if somebody with the last name Drake scores, he'll be like, uh, oh, baby, and he says, come and rescue me all the way in the end zone. He likes it, to use the lyrics. It, it, what are, You had no problem when Stuart Scott was doing that kind of stuff. Stu was the originator. It just wasn't near, nearly he didn't, as— He didn't weave, like, hip-hop lyrics. Yeah, like, he didn't go as far— you yeah. know, to do it. Mark just feels like he's just he's just really efforting, bro. He's making an effort, but but uh, that's fine. Whatever. You know, life is. You're exactly right. Life is too short. Yeah. To be criticizing other people's creative. Yeah. Just decisions. just stay on Mike Breen, man. Just stay on your bang. That's all he's got in it. So just and don't just keep you happy. So just keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? When I say something on this I'm show, saying, but who had think, the post game? What if I had said this about Mark? Just uh, was it Quint Quint uh, Kessnich? Man, that was yeah, him. Whoever it was was amazed that it, uh, that he was dropping yeah, that, this Brady reference. Well, that, 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 here the, the, the greatness. Of I have this. no problem criticizing a white media member. He was just trying to get a damn sound bite. I mean, he, some of the things that he was asking were just ridiculous. He's like he, his uh, halftime interview with Deion Sanders. He was like asking these questions, and when Deion didn't give him a great answer, he was like, "Well, so what are you gonna say? Like, what are you gonna do in the locker room when you go talk to him about this slow start?" And Deion's like, "We gonna fix it," and he's like. You're gonna fix it? Yeah, we're gonna fix it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that that Dion didn't give it to him. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I get it. Everybody wants that viral clip. Everyone wants that sound bite, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Colorado finds a way to win the game. Jay Norvell shrivels up like he's in an ice bath at the end there, doesn't go for two when he can end it, and uh plays a second overtime. And then I just I, it was weird, like Colorado received they, they won the toss and took the ball first. That was odd. 
Isn't that like what you're not supposed to do? Yes. You're supposed to let the other team go first mm-hmm. so that you can just, if they right. don't do anything, you can just kick the field goal and end the game, right? Leon does not subscribe to your regular football rules. I think he probably just got, con- there was a lot of confusion. Again, you were asleep, so you wouldn't know this. There's a lot of confusion. Like, they were huddled up with Dion on the sideline for like five minutes in between overtime. Like, nobody, like, they didn't know, uh, okay, oh, he won the toss, so I can say which side of the field I defend. And, like, they were like, they were going back and forth for like three minutes because mm-hmm. there was so much confusion from these two teams, you know, about what. And then Colorado State, you're supposed to, like, usually what happens is you alternate, right? Like, you don't always do that. The coach has the choice. But rather than, uh, Colorado State went second. Rather than go first in the second overtime, they chose to again go second. Rather than keep that defense on the field, that offense on the field, and that defense more importantly off, they chose to to uh, to to let Colorado go first, which without their best defender. It just didn't make sense to me, man. It, it really didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, the the end of, at the end of the day, Colorado is undefeated, and the party. Rolls on for Dion and the Buffaloes. Oh, is it next oh, story? I was gonna say, are we are we hitting next door or not? Yeah, Brad was waiting on that sound bite like Quint Kessinich, man. Um, I was gonna save a little bit of this for uh, respect burgers, but how about Chris Jones, the Kansas City Chiefs, just a? That was for, awesome. for a moment there. I was, you know. Yeah, the, the 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 situation they were in, I thought you might be looking at a, a Chiefs team that's 0-2 and having to battle out of it. Now, they would have had the perfect remedy for 0-2, Chicago Bears coming next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, no question about that. But, again, going down into Jacksonville, you know, uh, Chris Jones again coming back. You know what we expect in this one? Everybody I, I, I listened to before this game said take the over because it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, Trevor Lawrence going against Patrick Mahomes and, again, Chris Jones coming back after the holdout. But what's he going to be like just getting up off off the couch uh, missed the entire preseason, missed all of training camp. And what did he do come in there and get a, one and a half sacks into three Jacksonville drives in that game and helped hold a Jacksonville team that, frankly, should win the, the AFC South. Right. Uh, but there are question marks whether they will. Held them without a touchdown uh, in that game. So uh, I'll just say so impressed by the job. Chris Jones, who had people telling him he was a damn fool for the contract he accepted, he accepted it was too incentive-laden. What'd you wait this long for just to get that contract? He said he's out to get defensive player of the year. And after making a play like that, breaks to the coming off the couch, one and a half sacks, I think two tackles in all, mm. had a pass deflection as well, only played a, a percentage of their defensive snaps. Now, as he works himself back into shape, that's as, a, as impressive a performance as you're going to see by anybody defensively. Uh, Michael Parsons is the best, to me, individual player in football, and you'd have to put Aaron Donald still, even with that Rams team that's starting to lose some clout. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you'd have to put Aaron Donald on the list of guys who can single-handedly make a, a, a difference defensively or win you a game. But uh, there is no question, man, that Chris Jones worth every penny. No doubt. And it looks like he's going to use – you know, one of his incentives is winning defensive player of the year. That's what he told people he's after uh, after that game. Comes right out and makes a hell of a difference for KC. And, and it, what, what like, like I said, not a must win, but you don't want to sit there and be 0-2 for them. Uh, impressive win over Jacksonville. A lot of it thanks in part to Chris Jones. Yeah, that was he's a, he's a one-man record. There is no doubt. I mean, you hold that damn team to nine points. You ain't supposed to be that good when you missed all of training camp. You know, when you even sat out the first game last week, exactly. not supposed to be that, that kind of a difference maker. He's he is though. He he is a gamer. He shows up when it's go time. That's exactly right. 
I mean, it's it's, it's he's he's one of the most important non QBs in the NFL, especially for that team that has no real playmakers. Uh, you know, on the other side of the ball. I mean, I, I mean, I think if you're the Jaguars, you're frustrated today because you you only gave up 17 mm-hmm. to the Chiefs and you couldn't win that game. Couldn't I think, score a touchdown. I think if you told them that if hey the Chiefs are only going to put up 17 on you, you assume you're winning that game. Yeah. Uh, and they just could not do it because, uh, as you mentioned, could not score a touchdown. Um, I still like the Jags, although I, like, I remember them vividly from the end of last season and how they looked and how it felt. And it does not feel that way this year. Something feels different. Mm-hmm. Something feels off. Um, like even, even though they won against the Colts in week one, they were trailing in the fourth quarter of that game, um, and and they just looked really conservative compared to last year. I thought, man, like okay, they're dangerous because they believe, you know what I'm saying? And they 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 won that game all the way, coming all the way back against the Chargers in the playoffs. You know, they competed uh, and and were really close against the Chiefs there in the playoff uh, in the second round. It was also about adding Ridley, right? I mean, add, yeah, you add Ridley, yeah, absolutely, the mix with like, Christian and Zay Jones. Um, they didn't really lose anything, but I'm just I'm wondering like, did you did you sort of let the success of a season ago that kind of came out of nowhere? Have you have you let that success sort of you know drain the creativity and 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 risk taking out of what you do? Because I, I I think that's the that's the team they need to be, you know, with Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson and those weapons on offense. You got to be a team that just like pulls the cord, lets it rip, man, mm-hmm. and live with the mistakes if they come. But but yeah, a, that was not them yesterday. No, be a team though that is dangerous. You know, be a, if even if that means increased volatility, that's fine. But you can't you can't be you know what I'm saying Riverboat Ron a year ago, which is what I thought Doug was, and all of a sudden you get a little taste of success, and now you want to call games like Bill Belichick. Now you want to be really conservative and you want to run the ball 20 times a game, like. I just don't. I don't think that's the best interest of this group. Um, and again, the Chiefs are awesome. They won the Super Bowl. Like I, I'm not. I'm not basing this off a home loss to the Chiefs, but it, it is. Um, it is just something that I've noticed. You know, the Jags are my AFC team. You know, what I'm saying we we kick the Raiders out of the out of the house, uh, and and it's just been a. It's been a, it's been different, man. I think that's the thing about that's the lesson here is like you do, you just can't let success change who you are as a person that that helped you attain that success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times that happens. It happens in the NBA. It happens in the NFL. And I, I'm a little worried for them in Jacksonville that they're allowing that to take place um, to them. Only two teams in the AFC undefeated. They are the Ravens. Yes. And the – who's the other team that's undefeated in the Only AFC? one. You mentioned them earlier. I did already mention them? Yep. And if they've got the – Gift of oh, it's the uh, it's the uh, Miami Dolphins. Health, yes. How about that? Just two teams in the AFC. Jaguars should have been. I mean, you know, if you win that game, you're two and zero. You go. Yeah. You're at the house. You got KC team. I mean, only scoring 17 points, but but that's what I'm saying. Since he doesn't look like nope. And I and I would tell you that 0 and 2 is a little bit different because again, that was appendectomy. You know, is Burrow feeling that whatever? Okay, they looked better in the second half. Perhaps they'll catch fire like they did last I, year. I'm wondering but. if the Ravens, maybe this is the year for them, right? I'm wondering if it's setting up for them. Because Zay Flowers looked incredible yesterday in the, in the plays that he made. Like, the defense is really good. As yeah, I like know. the way they use Zay. I'm just wondering if this is maybe the year for them that they can finally bust through with, with that group that they've got. Um, 
Lamar's paid. Everybody's happy. You know, the run game's always the run game, regardless of if it's J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards or whoever. They're going to be a physical team. And now you're adding, you know, that dynamic of explosion with Zay Flowers, potentially. I know Odell's already hurt. So that's, you know, gonna, gonna, that's a, that was a stupid contract, and I said it at the time. Um, but you don't need Odell. You just need Andrews and Zay. And if you got those two, mm-hmm. you can just sort of piece together the rest, I feel. No, defense is good. Dude. Defense is really good. I mean, you have a first-round receiver in Bateman. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what he's doing this year, but, I mean, it's not like you don't have first-round talent on that roster. So, I, like, I, I still like my, my Dolphins in my pick. Yep. Dolphins, Ravens. Chiefs are still in the mix. Yeah, because Tyreek is just unguardable. I mean, I guess Bills, but that's a bad Raiders team you beat up. So y'all gonna have to do in more. In fairness, for, they did whip their ass. For I put you back into the lead. I'll, holding Josh Jacobs minus two is pretty impressive. I mean, I'm I'm can really and, concerned for them. The, and Josh the responded. Josh Allen responded. Yes, he did. Cleaned it up. He did. Yep. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's your week in the NFL. We'll come back. Got respect burgers, and then Jason Fitz is going to join us at one twenty-five. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN. NFL season's here. You're running out of time to take advantage of this great offer. Here's the deal: new customers, you can bet five dollars, get two hundred in bonus bets over Fanduel, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet five dollars going to get one hundred dollars off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Today is the last day to get signed up, so now's the best time to join up. With FanDuel, the app's easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props. FanDuel's got a bunch of pre-made bets, too. So for beginners, nice, fun way to come on in, dip your toe in the water. So visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online, real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends today, September 18th. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.